0: Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country, and welcome back to another edition of First Team Podcast. I'm your host, John Freshante. As of late in Cosmos Country, there has been a lot of news from Carlos Mendez re-signing as the Cosmos head coach and taking on the extra responsibilities of being the sporting director to two players being signed to the roster for the 2020 season. We have uh, Danny Satella returning. As club captain and uh, defender, Emmanuel Sembrani. This is what Emmanuel had to say on re-signing with the club. He said, I'm very excited, very happy to rejoin the club. It was always in my point to continue and to start where we left off. We already know that last season was a very successful season. Unfortunately, we fell short in the final. When we joined Nisa in the second half of the season, we need to stay competitive and play to win because we're the Cosmos. So, very hard-hitting words there. Um, and I know a lot of fans in Issa would sort of uh, say, that's your arrogance, Cosmos. Supporters are just Cosmos as a club. You're coming in in the second half of the season thinking that you're going to win the whole thing, but that's what the Cosmos brand is all about. Putting the best uh, product, putting the best players in the field, spending the most money. I don't know if the... If Rocco and the management are going to do that in uh, Nisa in 2020, but that's the Cosmos buying the best players, buying the top players, and just being very competitive. In one of the press releases, Eric Stover, the Cosmos acting chief operating officer, he had a quote on what the roster might look like in Nisa in the fall of 2020. He said, we are going to put a lot of emphasis on signing talented young players with high potential and ambition. Similar to Haji Wright and Eric Calvillo. Danny became a pro at just 16 years old. So we see him as a great mentor for the young kids that we'll be bringing in. So it looks like from the outside looking in that the Cosmos will try to bring back as many players, as many experienced players as possible. While also, hopefully the Cosmos will bring in uh, local young players. And, um... Have those older and experienced players mentor those up-and-coming players like Haji Wright. Haji Wright, as a striker, had Raul and Marco Senna to his side. right? Those were his teammates. And now he's in Germany. I don't know if his career is where he wants it to be at the moment, but I don't think that matters. I think what matters for the Cosmos is we signed Haji Wright from the LA Galaxy. He was a very young player. And uh, we brought him in. He played for the B team. He got promoted to the first team. Played a couple of minutes, I think, in in the U.S. Open Cup. And then uh, he went off to play in Germany. And yeah, I don't think they bought him from the Cosmos. But he left as a free agent. But we molded him. We, We brought him in from a Major League Soccer club and sort of made him into the person that he is today, right? If you want to put it that way. I think when you can show a youth player or a young player that we have Danny Satella, that we have this player signing, we have this player signing, they're very experienced in U.S. soccer, they've won titles, they played abroad, they played in Major League Soccer, and that goes alongside the Cosmos brand with the Cosmos history, with the world-class players that put on the Cosmos jersey, that wore the Cosmos crest on their shirt. So, there's going to be, for sure, um, a lot more announcements when it comes to player signings. But on firstteampod.com, we did have some some uh, news on that front. Because we have been told, and go check out the full article on firstteampod.com, we are providing club updates on our website, firstteampod.com. Because the club, they will only release official announcements, right? They're not going to release, oh, this is what's going on behind the scenes. No, that's for different media outlets and social media accounts so please go to our website firstteampod.com where we have um, club updates where we're providing uh, very useful information to Cosmos supporters across the world because the club is not going to report and and release this information because um, they will only come out with official releases with official announcements like player signings like we're playing at this stadium or we're doing this so We're looking forward to those official announcements, but until then, we will have our club updates. And we will have more once we can get some more information on uh, what's going on within the New York Cosmos, what's going on behind the scenes. Um, And that's very hard to get some information on. So until then, uh, please uh, keep it locked here on firstteampod.com. Keep it locked here on our weekly podcast because we are your one-stop shop for everything New York Cosmos. We will have some more club updates on the podcast, on our website, until we can hear some more information officially from the club. But we don't really want to speculate too much um, about what's going on. But I would love to get your thoughts on where you'd like to see the Cosmos play in 2020. I have my ideas. Um, And I remember back in the NASL days, we put out an article with some potential uh, stadiums, but I guess the top targets are probably, uh, Mitchell complex and Columbia university, but I would love to get uh, your thoughts on where you would want to see the Cosmos play in 2020, because that's on everyone's mind at the moment. The first question is from at uh dream underscore King. That's James, who was a contributor to FirstTeamPod.com. He says that we need to talk about the, uh, cast case. Yeah. Um, As we all know, Ricardo Silva, or if you don't know at the moment, uh, Ricardo Silva, he had a lawsuit in the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland. And um, with the stockade owner, Dennis Crowley, they did file this in a sports court. And um, they were trying to talk to FIFA or... um, Get FIFA to put pressure on U.S. Soccer to say you need to follow all the rules that implement promotion and relegation. You can find our breaking news reaction on Twitter and on Facebook. It's about a minute uh, clip of my uh, description and my reaction to it. But um, it's insane because the quote was from the court. It said that, We don't have to follow that FIFA statute, that FIFA rule is because we don't have an open pyramid, right? We don't have a pyramid structure, but we do have a pyramid. It's just not an open pyramid. I don't think there's that designations in the FIFA statutes, and I think that's my problem with the the result, is that you can't... Tell one country to follow it and the next country not to follow pro rel and follow all of FIFA's rules. Everyone has to follow it or every country can do their own thing. So they need to, FIFA needs to pick one or the other. They can't um, just allow US soccer to not have promotion and relegation, but have a closed pyramid and every single league is doing their own thing and they have their own sets of rules and it's not um, growing and supporting. Um, the further growth of U.S. soccer. So there's no development in the United States. It's just growing NISA or growing MLS or growing USL or growing NPSL or UPSL. And it's not good for the game, really. So that's my thoughts on the Cass case. Or he was talking about uh, an entertainment coming out of Nashville. What do you think is USL's play over the next four years? If you can't answer these now, they should be acknowledged and opinions- solicited from listeners. So yeah, you can always send in your questions and you you can always comment uh, on the podcast at First Team Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. And our email is firstteampod at gmail.com. What's going on in Nashville is that Major League Soccer, they announced an expansion club in Nashville, Tennessee, of course. And um, I guess that was all contingent on a stadium. Uh, They were talking to the mayor of Nashville, And they probably thought that they were going to get a stadium. But so far, it looks like uh, he's working with the NASCAR track. I believe they want to build it near it or on that land there. I believe it's next to the land or close to it to where that NASCAR track is or that former NASCAR track. I think it's abandoned at the moment or it's not used that many times a year. But from what I've seen coming out of Nashville on the track is that the mayor might want to give the track more leeway to their owners. They can renovate it. They can fix it up. They can give them more land, more room to do what they want. And that might not allow MLS Nashville to have their own soccer-specific stadium. MLS Nashville filed a lawsuit and is sort of threatening the city, saying, if you don't allow us to use that land to build a stadium or if we can't break ground by a certain day, by a certain year, by a certain time, We will have our club removed from Major League Soccer. But is that really soccer in this country? Is that really professional soccer? It's not. It's franchise. It's like McDonald's locations throughout the country, throughout the world. They don't mean anything to Nashville. They don't mean anything. MLS clubs don't mean anything to one certain location, to one certain area. They're just another business and another franchise operating in that market until they can't operate anymore. And then they go out of business or they move to a different area. We saw the same thing in Columbus with the Columbus crew. Their owner or their former owner, he didn't move the club. He tried to move the club. He fouled. But he just had a new expansion team in Major League Soccer in Austin. So it happens every single day in Major League Soccer. And for me, that's the main problem with the league and with U.S. soccer is that we don't value clubs and markets, and they're not intertwined, right? So it's not like the Cosmos. We're here every single day. We're never going to move. We're very loyal to the city. And uh, the Cosmos are hand in hand with New York City, right? With everything we stand for as a city, as a club. But you have other clubs across the country that they don't have that same history. They don't have that same connection. And I think that's sad. I think that's why more people have more of a connection with their lower division club rather than going to support a MLS uh, franchise. And James went on to say that also MLS and City Football Group New York, their home match at Red Bull Arena, and convenience of yet another stadium update right after some embarrassing news. Yeah, I don't really keep tabs on, on uh, NYCFC and the New York Rebels that much in Red Bull Arena, uh, but what I have heard is that uh, NYCFC had to move their CONCACAF Champions League to Red Bull Arena. So that's very embarrassing as well. The last question comes from Green underscore Loon. Thoughts on NYCFC stadium debacle and possible site in the Bronx? I heard that NYCFC is closer to building a soccer-specific stadium. I believe it's close to Yankee Stadium. So it's within the same area that they're in in the Bronx. I believe it's going to be on... Uh, former Yankee parking lots or something like that. So I don't know the architecture. I don't know what it's going to look like. That has been a a hot topic in New York soccer, in NYCFC fan circles, is when will they get a soccer-specific stadium? I at one time thought that they were never going to get a soccer-specific stadium. And I guess, as we see with Major League Soccer, if you don't get a stadium, you go bust. And I think with NYCFC, the reason why they're different is because they're owned by City Football Group. They're owned by the same people that own Manchester City, right? So they have a little bit more probably leeway and power and more money when it comes to Major League Soccer. And uh, they probably have more connections. They're co-owned by the New York Yankees. And also, Major League Soccer wants to shield the New York Cosmos from the market. And they sort of did that to a certain extent, not because they're a better club. The only reason why they don't have competition is because the New York Cosmos got desanctioned sanctioned and Rocco Camiso sued the U.S. Soccer Federation and Major League Soccer and Don Garber. And then the NASL lost their injunction to play in that following season. So we have had a couple of seasons in the semi-pro ranks, which has sort of hurt our ability uh, to run a professional club. In 2020, in the fall of 2020, we will get back to professional soccer, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a lot of things to be announced still. Where will the Cosmos call home in the fall of 2020? I have my ideas. I would love to get your thoughts on that topic. I would love to get your thoughts on Major League Soccer. We all know they're, they're not a top league. Uh, they're not exciting to watch, and it's just a Mickey Mouse league. I'll just end with this. I'll give you my top five goals or wishes for the NISA season in the fall of 2020 for the New York Cosmos. So my top five goals for the New York Cosmos is number one, to pick a facility that is professional, but is also closer for people to get to. I don't think Mitchell Complex is great for everyone to get to. You have to drive there. In New York City, that's not ideal for most people, right? Because you want people to come out from New Jersey and you want people to come out from different areas and you need to be close to a transportation hub. So, Mitchell Complex seems very ideal for the Long Island audience. And I also think it's also important for the cosmos to figure out who they want their target audience to be. Because if you want to just target the Long Island residents, then playing at Mitchell Complex is the best thing to do. But if you want to target the five boroughs or the whole New York City greater area, you can play at MCU Park. You can play at Columbia University. You can play at different areas. You can play at St. John's University. You can play wherever you think is right based on who you want to target And what type of fan you're looking to attract. If you really want to go all out and uh, put your money where your mouth is, then I guess it's MCU Park, right? So as fans, it's hard to understand where that target audience is or what target audience the club should or wants to target. So once we can figure that out, then we could probably explain where they will play in 2020, in the fall of 2020. So that's my first goal is for the club to pick a facility that is easy to get to. And that's very hard in New York City is to pick a facility that's easy to get to for every single fan. That's impossible. But pick one that's a little bit more accessible than Mitchell Complex. And I know the Cosmos, they have practiced at that facility, at that complex since the reboot season. So they will definitely have a contract with uh, Nassar County. That is always a possibility, and they play there in the NPSL days. But I'm hoping with NISA, the Cosmos will show and flex their muscles and show that we are a professional club. Because in in New York City, you really need to do that. You can't play out in Long Island and expect thousands on thousands on thousands of people to come out and everyone to support the club. My second goal for the club is to sign Uh, big-name players. I don't know if this is possible or not because we don't know how much money, how much is going to be in the budget for the fall of 2020. So uh, just with the club, with the branding, uh, with the history, that should be something that we should look forward to, hopefully. I'm not talking about signing a player like Raul, but I'm saying maybe if you can bring in a American big-name player I think that would be very exciting it doesn't have to be an international player it can just be a local big-name player that has experience uh, that is well known within the soccer circles I think that would be cool the third thing would be having a marketing budget showing the tri-state area that the cosmos are back and we're playing in a professional league the fourth thing is for fans loyal fans to stick together and tell more people to come out to support the New York Cosmos. And my fifth goal is for the Cosmos to have their matches broadcasted live on local TV because other clubs throughout NISA, I think it was only Detroit City FC that announced that their games will be broadcasted or a select amount of games will be broadcasted on local TV in the Detroit area. So hopefully the Cosmos will follow that trend. So. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. You can follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. You can check out our website, firstteampod.com, and please read our club update on our website, on our blog. And uh, if you want to join the discussion, you can email the show. Our email is firstteampod@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And I will read out your thoughts on next week's episode of First Team Pod. Hopefully, we will have a guest to discuss even more um, news in Cosmos country and within U.S. soccer. And I have been told that only a select amount of players will be signed in the winter of 2020. So right now, only a select amount of players will be signed by the New York Cosmos, and they will be paid from now until the end of the NISA season in the fall. And then uh, the Cosmos will fill out the rest of their roster um, in the summer when preseason begins. And some players have told me that they're sort of upset about that because they have more experience with the club and they have to wait from November of 2019 when their contract expired until the summer to be signed by the New York Cosmos. So I just want to point that out there because it looks like everything is going great behind the scenes and it probably is, but there's some players um, that haven't been signed yet, uh, but that might be signed in the summer, but they have to wait until the summer to get paid. Once they get signed. So that's the hardest part. Um, And I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. Because basically in short. They're not getting paid until they're signed. So you have players that have been very loyal to the club. Over the past couple of seasons. Maybe even since the reboot season. And they have to wait from November of 2019. So that was the last time that they got paid from the Cosmos. To the summer. If that's when they do get signed. So Picture that. You're a professional soccer player, maybe multiple years in professional soccer, and you have to pick up a second job until you can uh, play and get paid in the summer. So I just want to put that out there to our listeners, the Cosmos supporters across the country and around the world because U.S. soccer is uh, very difficult. It's very difficult to get by, and the struggle is real. So thanks for tuning in to First Team Podcast. I really do appreciate it. And as always... That's going to your Cosmos, and hopefully, we will have even more news to discuss in Cosmos Country. Thanks, and that's going to your Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys, Abandoned Cosmos, and the Cross Island crew. Yeah, it's New York, street and white. What we bleed, you see, in 5 deed it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo, country, love, and we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely something's come and see it And I'm playing. the fact of it is, the rat right from the state attacks passion, bliss. Reacts time we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, going back to the stand for the mid, cutting the seams, it seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream, we do. I'm new, it's true. The fact, you curl down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about bad views like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. my cruise I'm tracking that's no excuse. Session and lesson, it's not about profession The work's the test and F's connected like a method Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected Rushing and acceleration at the start most suggested Infected with greatness, potential is spacious Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun Sorry if you hate it because I can tell you that I'm far from done